Hi, everyone. Thanks for checking out Management Decisions on LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma. Today, we're talking about the importance of treating your ex-employees well, as there could be some wide-ranging impact on your own company and its future success. Kevin Mason is the business development manager of Genesis HR Solutions, and he has experience on both ends of this discussion, and he's also joining us now to offer up his perspective. Thanks for coming on the show today, Kevin. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. And it is an interesting topic, too, that I think a lot of people would be interested in hearing about, especially those who are in a position, whether they own a business or maybe they're an executive position. And that's the idea of treating your ex-employees well. I guess my first question was, why did this come up as a subject or what made you think that this is something worth writing about for people to see? For me, I've seen so much out there recently on different blogs and social media outlets about treating your employees right in employee engagement. Mm-hmm. And I think those are I think that, that is a great movement that is going on in a lot of small businesses now, trying to have more engaged employees and even on the front end, a smoother onboarding process and training program for their employees. And I just didn't see a lot out there about the other end of the spectrum when you do terminate employees. And in some respects, I think it, it's, it'd be tough to say it's more important, but almost as important as how you treat the employees while they're there. Now, you noted small business there. Do you think it is more important for a small business to kind of worry about that exit situation versus one that maybe is established or has a lot of employees? I do think it can be more important for the smaller businesses for a couple of reasons. Smaller businesses tend not to have as much of a current social media profile. They don't always have full-time folks on staff to react if anything were written negative about them in the social media. So a 25-employee company might not have a lot out there. So if something negative is written, that can be a bigger impact than to a large company that has is constantly putting things out on Twitter and LinkedIn and other social media. Right. Sometimes something negative could be kind of buried by all the positive things they're putting out there. So sometimes if there is anything negative out on social media, it could impact a small business even more. And the large employers also tend to have a bigger candidate pool when they are employing. So rehires might not be as important. So the larger companies tend to get more applicants and they have more established training processes. So the rehire candidates, I think, can be more impactful for a small business. So again, a good reason to treat the employees well on the way out. You mentioned there the idea of rehiring. And I've done a show or two, again, from the job seeker perspective of you know, leaving on good terms so that if you needed to come back in some capacity that it wouldn't be awkward and that it would be available. Uh, Some people think that that never happens and it can't happen. From the employer's point of view, how do you view the idea of a rehire and the option of that occurring, especially as we're talking about treating those ex-employees well? I guess what's the perspective overall from your experience, people you've talked with, that kind of thing? Sure. So uh, it's interesting. I've had some direct experience with it. Okay. I have rehired employees. And I have actually been a rehire myself. So oh, my, nice. current pos- yeah, my current position here at Genesis, uh, I've been back for about two years. And I was an employee here for about three and a half years prior to that. I had a, a stop in the middle. So I've seen firsthand how it can be when you rehire uh, folks. And it's, you know, for me coming back, I didn't need to be trained. I was able to hit the ground running. I brought some perspective from the employer I was with in the middle. For us, it's been great. And we've had, I've had similar experience in the past with, with other folks. And I, I think, again, with a small business, if it's done right, it can be so impactful because small businesses typically don't have the resources that the larger companies do 
for training and onboarding employees. I've read a few things recently and kind of heard by word of mouth about employers when uh, an employee does leave on their own accord, for whatever reason, whatever the circumstances, that the employer might make some uh, vindictive or revenge-type phone calls or networking comments to disparage that employee. I don't know if that's something you've heard about or, or what your thoughts would be on that, but I guess I had two questions. One, is that illegal to do that? And two, how much of that do you think goes on and, and the impact of, that, of what that could be? Sure. I mean, the, the question of whether it's legal or not would be tough for me to, sure. to gauge. I, I do know that there are cases out there we, you can read about if you look online where libel comes into play if, if somebody were to leave. I think if the business is proactively reaching out to an ex-employee's new employer, that would be really problematic. I mean, you certainly have every right to be honest if you are contacted right. to be a reference for somebody right. as they're going. But I think once they land in their new position, unless that company asks for your opinion on that employee, I don't know that you'd want to you know, say negative things because you, you could put yourself in a position for a lawsuit of some sort at the very least. And if it wasn't something to that degree, you could end up just creating bad blood that's not necessary in the marketplace. You brought up lawsuits there. That was something that you also mentioned in your blog about this topic. What sort of things can come up from the employer's point of view that you'd want to avoid? Again, maybe with that ugly exit that could occur. Uh, what, what are you referring to as far as what could happen in that situation? Sure. So I, this is something I've seen um, happen in the past with an organization where an employee you know, wasn't thrilled with their current relationship with their employer, was contemplating a move anyway the way things ended was very negative, really on both sides. And, and that employee ended up filing a lawsuit against their ex-employer. And part of it, I think the ex-employee was feeling like they had been wronged, they mm -hmm. weren't treated well. And if they had been treated respectfully on the way out, I don't think that the lawsuit would have come up. So if you as an employer, if you can help your ex-employees on their way out the door, maybe help them find new positions, uh, give them some some coaching on their resume. There, there are things you can do on a positive spin to help them find the next job. And if they feel like you're, you're trying to be helpful, the chances of them you know, coming up with a reason to sue the organization are going to be diminished greatly. Why do you think employers would be hesitant to do that? Do you think it would just, they think it's going to come across as insincere? Are there any other concerns that would arise from trying to be so nice if it is a situation where the employer is uh, laying off, for lack of a better term, of the employee? Well, I think a lot of times these decisions are made emotionally, mm -hmm. and they're often handled by folks that don't have HR training. And mm -hmm. again, we're talking about small businesses here where right. the person doing the hiring and firing, maybe it's the owner, it could be a CFO that is acting in an HR role for that business, could be, I mean, we've seen you know, even lower level office manager type folks that get involved in these processes to terminate an employee. And if, if you haven't been trained or coached on how to handle it properly, you may, you know, you're making an emotional decision. You don't think about the ramifications of the language you use in the process. And if you don't document things the right way, and if you're not acting in a supportive way, then I think in a lot of cases, it's because they don't know how they could or should be acting. Early on in the interview, you had brought up the idea of social media and how especially smaller businesses might not have as much of a presence on there, but that doesn't mean that the people that they formerly employed don't go on there and say certain things. How much would you suggest to a business to make sure they monitor that, even if they felt that the relationship ended amicably, 
how much should they be checking that and kind of just keeping an eye on what is being said about them via social media? Sure. I, I think it's critical today. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the growth of social media in all aspects of our lives really is overwhelming. And with businesses, you just have to assume that if somebody is considering working with you, at, you know, as an employee or even partnering with you as a client or a vendor, people will go online and search about a business. And if you're not putting out a lot of positive information about your business and there's, there's not much out there, then anything negative is going to be the only thing that shows up. Right. I think that small businesses take that for granted sometimes. And again, small businesses may not have the resources to employ a full-time marketing person to be monitoring this, but you certainly can have some folks in the organization that are keeping an eye, maybe partner with a third party who can help with some of those marketing efforts and, and be that person putting out the positive information and monitoring on a regular basis. There's lots of tools out there where you can monitor any news about your organization, good or bad. Right. There's some inexpensive options out there for folks if they just take the time to look. Another interesting aspect that I never thought of, honestly, probably because I don't run a business in any way, shape or form, is the idea of unemployment taxes. Is that something that really should be a concern of the employer or ex-employer, I guess, in this case? Uh, or is it something more to just, again, kind of keep things under control? No, I, this is an, an instance where you can directly impact the bottom line of your business mm -hmm. by controlling unemployment. So unemployment taxes, unlike other business taxes like social security and withholding and right. other payroll taxes, it's a variable tax rate and it varies depending on your actual claims. So as a business owner, if you can reduce the amount of time that folks are out on unemployment or reduce the times that they go to collect unemployment, you are directly impacting the amount that you pay in taxes. Hmm. So if you have an employee who's out for an extended period of time, the agencies will increase your percentage of your tax until they recoup that money. So it really is a dollar for dollar tax where the more unemployment claims you have, the more you will pay in taxes for the future years to recover that for the state agencies. So this is another case where if you can help your right. ex-employee to find their next job, you could create goodwill where you may have created you know, bad feelings prior and you could save yourself some real money. I think it's a great connection of kind of the intangible of, you know, being kind and considerate with maybe an employee that was been, had been there for a while with the tangible effects of the costs of the unemployment tax. I think that's a, a nice way to kind of round everything out there. In general, with this topic, the idea of treating your ex-employees well, do you think this was something that 15 years ago would have ever even crossed anyone's mind to worry about, to think about? Or is it really more of a, a modern thought process? I do think it has changed a lot as technology has increased and there's a much more mobile workforce. There are more people, you know, the average tenure for folks today is a lot shorter. People sure. come and go a lot more where before there was, I'm not sure if it was a fear thing or if people weren't enabled as they are today to make transitions where they would maybe, you know, put up with more um, as an employee. And I think the jobs were a little bit harder to come by or harder to find the next job anyway. So mm -hmm. I don't think people were as willing to maybe speak their mind on social media about an ex an ex employer and there weren't as there just wasn't as much of a transition from position to position as there is today. For those employers that are listening to this episode, uh, whether their position is directly correlated or maybe they have a say in in some of these ideas and or maybe even the in the HR world itself, what would you suggest to these businesses? Would you contemplate having an actual program in place for exiting kind of in a, in a quality manner like you would an onboarding process? Do you think 
You can do little things to help. And what would you throw out there, maybe a couple key points for those listening? Sure. I think the first step is to evaluate what the current process is, if there is a process. Sure. So that might be one thing an employer might find that depending on what department the employee is in or who they report to, the terminations could be handled drastically different from department to department. So I think finding out what the, the status is today, how it's handled, coming up with a process, and it, it doesn't need to be too complicated, but making sure that COBRA is handled correctly for the employee or ex-employee. I mean, that's a, a huge piece for somebody who's leaving. They're always concerned about health insurance. Mm-hmm. Coach the folks on how to apply for unemployment if they're going to. And then I would provide some level of benefit on the way out for career coaching, maybe even if it's some online resources or some information on how to look for that next position, touch base and find out what they might want that next position to be. You, you could have connections to other organizations that are looking for that type of person. So I think coming up with some process that eases that transition and helps give that ex-employee some resources to help find their next position. Kevin, I think you've given us some terrific stuff, but I think a lot of stuff that employers, businesses can really use. I think it's an interesting topic and I hope people have learned a lot from what you brought to us today. So thanks a lot for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, Happy to be here. And with that, we will close out this episode of Management Decisions. We were speaking with Kevin Mason, the Business Development Manager of Genesis HR Solutions, and really just discussing how treating your ex-employees well can be a big benefit for you. If you'd like to talk about this show or any of our episodes, send us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com, or you can discuss it with us on Twitter. Find us at the LJN, and we encourage you to find all of our shows. Just go to iTunes and search LJN Radio in the iTunes store, and all of our episodes should pop up for you. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later. We'll be right back.